Welcome to Groovy Soup. Groovy. A showcase of music from artists and bands from across Ohio. And your chance to hear something new and local. Here's your host, Paul Holden. Welcome to another episode of Groovy Soup, a show all about the artists and bands of Ohio. I'm Paul Holden, your host and chef of this mashup of melodies, now serving up soup on Sundays. Tonight, we wind down the year with a fantastic interview and celebrate the holidays with some local bands raising money for a good cause. Leading off the show tonight, we have an artist out of Cleveland. This is Corey Michaels with the track Fair Fight. One, I'm one, something never been done, oh look how far I come, it's me, I'm free, drop top, yeah we cool the name B, and I can tell by the view from these seats, we sleep So run for your life It's all sacrifice Know that you wanna, know that you wanna be So, 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 it's just like me And you notice when you look into my eyes There's no fright, this ain't a fair
That was Fair Fight by Corey Michaels. Corey is an artist of many kinds and has been creating music since, well, just about forever. Uh, one, and it, you know, we've got to say something here. One of my favorite interviews of the year is coming up right now. I am joined by yet another great Ohio artist with Christmas music just in time. Last uh, full recorded show of the year. Corey Michaels joins us. Corey, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for having me. It's such a pleasure. Corey, I have every show start off by having our artists introduce themselves and telling us a little bit about what they do. So the floor is yours. So um, if it wasn't noted before, my name is Corey Michaels, and I am a, a pop act here in Cleveland, Ohio, based in Cleveland, Ohio. Um, and I've been doing music on this scale for, what is it? it will, this will be like my sixth going on seventh year in 2021 will be my seventh year uh but i've been writing music since i was about eight years old so pretty much all of my life three-fourths of my life you know i'm 24 now so three-fourths of my life have i been like doing music and and in this way and as far as like creating is concerned and so this year i've had the privilege of like releasing my first quote-unquote big boy album uh which was such uh, an interesting experience to do it in the in the midst of a pandemic, uh, but it actually served as one of my most successful projects, my most successful project to date. So it's funny how how life works like that. But yeah, so I've just been pretty much going. I've had some really, really interesting moments happen where I've gotten the privilege to be on things like radio, like right now and, and, and be in newspapers and, and be on the news and, and different media forms and just still be able to do things like some versions of like virtual concerts. Like I've gotten the chance to do Pride, which is like really, really huge for me. Uh, and along with some other more local, but really good stage events uh, to where I feel like super, super lucky uh, to still be active as an artist in this time. And yeah, that's just what's going on right now. And just happy to be here. Really, honestly, just happy to be here. Lots going on. And let's let's start there. I mean, uh, with one of the things you mentioned, uh, being in pride, also going on to your uh, Instagram here. You just posted a video about being uh, performing a set for Hope for Homeless. Tell me about performing yeah. for these uh, activity, or not activities, not, I shouldn't say, but but uh, these events, in, whether they be virtual or in, and uh, what was it like getting on stage to to perform for, for these causes and what are your connection to these causes? So Hope for Homeless uh, was brought to me uh, uh, by Dan, which is the talent scout for CODA. Uh, and I connected because I've just experienced some situations that are similar to that. And it's always an opportunity to give back. I know around this time of year, there are a lot of people who are a lot uh, less fortunate than I am. Uh, not to say that I'm, you know, rich or successful in that manner, but, you know, there's still a degree to everything. And so getting the opportunity to just use my talent to bring uh, any form of joy or happiness to someone uh, who may be able to use it or to help 
bring awareness and gather funds for an organization who does those kinds of things, I think is super, super essential because it reminds you to kind of just like humanize yourself, you know what I mean? But when you think of the other end, the other spectrum, doing something like Pride, Pride was kind of like a really big goal that I had in mind. My album is called Give All Yourself. It's actually an acronym. So the first letter of each one of those words is give is G, all is A, and yourself is Y. And if you put those together, it accumulates to the word gay. Um, because at the top of the year I actually came out. And so my whole album is actually based off of that experience and coming to terms with self and learning to love myself. Uh, and so with the album that's based off of that and pride being known as a, a space and a time of celebration of that entity is kind of like a full circle thing. Uh, and again, coming out, what, nine months before was really crazy. And actually like it premiered the day after my 24th birthday. So it was really, really crazy to just have that experience uh, happen and such, such a reminder to me and hopefully to other people, not necessarily if you are, are gay or not, uh, because I don't want to make it feel like that's the only way you're able to connect with my music when in fact, it's very still like very general, very pop uh, related, but to kind of like be true and authentic to yourself. Uh, I was really, really nervous putting out this record because I felt like it could either like make me or break me really, you know what I mean? because as much as the world is opening up and accepting of a lot of different things as opposed to a time where they were not, it is still to be considered to sometimes be taboo. Uh, and so as an independent artist who aspires to maybe one day be uh, like on a major label or of that sorts, how I treat my moves down here will reflect you know, my moves as I, as I grow as an artist and as a business person. Uh, so to have this monochrome of success by simply being true and authentic to myself and not uh, foregoing those things to make something that I feel like will quote unquote sell or make me popular or bring a, a different kind of attention or awareness or hype to my name. It's actually really, really dope that I, I can just be myself as an artist, my true authentic self and be like, this is my story. This is what I've been like dealing with as a human for the last couple of years of my life. Uh, and then to have people receive it in such a positive way and be like, you know, we actually support this. Like we wholeheartedly support what you're doing right now. And we want to see you flourish is so, so amazing. So to get to do these kinds of shows where uh, I get to be put on a platform is really, really dope. It's really, really dope. I mean, and it's, you know, not only do you get to participate in something so close to you as a person, but also, I mean, it's a reflection of the work you put in. I mean, if anyone was to just take a quick scroll on your Instagram, they would see how much that you care about what you do. And, you know, there's just, you're clearly an artist. I mean, and, and you've been working at this for so long and I think it's important for people to, you know, you're feeling this way now, but it took you seven years to get here. And when you were telling yeah. me earlier, 
How did that feel when the momentum really started moving for you when it came to music? How did it feel when seven years was starting to pay off a little bit? Uh, I think what's so funny is seven has been my lucky number for a very, very long time. Uh, so the fact that this is kind of like my seventh year being like a real artist uh, is kind of like ironic, I guess is the best word to use. Uh but in reality, uh, how do I say it's been a long time coming without sounding like a narcissist? Uh, you I know, think I know not to jump you know what on I mean? you. Right? It's just like I feel like you. I mean, you, you've earned the right to say that. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of like, and and the real truth is, I'm not. Ex I'm still not exactly where I want to be, right? But I am so thankful that I care about the things that I care about and I care about them the way that I care about them. I think one of the biggest things that I've learned uh, as an artist throughout those seven years is combining the artistry with the business along with the personality and, and, and the just the idea of you being an entity other than your music really all plays a really, really huge part in how you are as an artist. It's seven years it, you know they say like for an ad right so you recycle an ad seven times to the same person before they may click on it right it's this very statistical kind of method to the way that you do things and in seven years i learned how to find my voice uh learn how to and that's lyrically and vocally find my voice. That's making sure that I have the right kind of production. That's taking the time out uh, in between records and projects to develop and grow and actually have something new to say. That's uh, developing what do I want to stand for as an artist and not, you know, kind of just flying off the handle and, and jumping onto pretty much any bag bandwagon available to me. Seven years, just like... Uh, just practice, you know what I mean? You may have uh, 12 games in a season, right? But you always do spring and winter training. Like you train before, after. There's so much work that goes in between those little moments that seven years, I still feel like isn't even enough to go where I want to go like this still needs to more work to be done but seven years is still a lot of time out of someone's life and seven years is just the amount of time that I've been out you know what I mean and when I say out I mean like that's when I first released a song that doesn't take into account you know the time that I spent uh you know like in my room and not failing at being a sports person like I was on a softball team i tried out for football i did chess I, I was a skater and all the while i was you know jumping in between all these little like uh i don't know if you want to call them just like activities and meanwhile i was like still writing songs like that was like my consistent or even like starting out and i was playing piano and i was doing theater and i was taking dance and capoeira so i was doing all these different things at a very early age to accumulate to kind of like how those seven years started to work and you know and then through then it's like getting your your bare necessities in the beginning and then okay 
I don't want to, I don't want to just do this one thing. I can't, I don't want to just sing on stage. Maybe I want to sing and play piano on stage or, okay, now I want to sing and do hype music or dance music to where I can jump around and get the crowd interactive. Maybe now I want to try doing choreo. So it's all, all these accumulations of things to get comfortable and like, and develop layers and levels within yourself. More from Corey Michaels next here on Groovy Soup. This is Groovy Soup on Power 105. This is Groovy Soup on Power 105. Welcome back to Groovy Soup. Another track from Corey Michaels just in time for Christmas. This one's called Christmas Glee. Have you ever seen the side of the snow? Seen it fall in a globe atop a Christmas tree? Did you know he only comes around for the good kids in town and just to bring them treats? The snowman in the front of the line always keeps the smiles on. He just makes it right. And the families, they mean everything. All the joy they bring, it's the simplest. That was Christmas Glee by Corey Michaels, and our interview with Corey rolls on. It's it's not even just seven years. You even mentioned earlier it's it's even longer than that. It's it's going back to being eight years old, and yeah, it, it doesn't even the the thousands of hours you've put in over time. I mean, that just goes into it, and that just shows that it's something you love, and why not keep putting your uh, your work towards it being being a career, especially with trying to do things, yeah. make things work on the business side. Uh, we're talking to Corey Michaels here, and uh, you can find him not only 
where you find music. But he's also on Patreon. You can support Corey yeah. Marshall there on Patreon there. Um, but uh, Corey, tell me a little bit about Christmas to me, the Christmas song. You wrote this in an hour during a songwriting camp last month. Tell me a little bit about the Christmas uh, Christmas songs. And then tell me what you think makes a good Christmas song. I think it's really interesting that you asked that question. So I'll start by saying, so I signed up for a songwriting retreat and I sent in some music and I got accepted. I don't, I'm not sure. I feel like maybe I would have got accepted anyway, but they accepted me and we get there and it's a four day retreat. And so on the first day, which is a Thursday, we maybe write two songs. And then that Friday that we were there, uh, the second prompt of the day, was this, a, this was the second prompt of the day. Uh, and so we're doing like three songs a day, you know, kind of thing. So we're like writing. Uh, and the prompt is to write a Christmas song. And it had been something that I really, really wanted to write. Uh, but I couldn't think of like good chords or like, like a good, just like I was a little stuck. So I'm in my room and I have my equipment set up and I just started ooing uh, and I create chords with my ooze so like doing harmonies and like stacking different harmonies creates chords and so before i knew it i have what you hear like the ooh, 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 ooh. and i'm like okay this is like cool and then i started to kind of reminisce on all my favorite uh christmas moments and really like what I love about Christmas. And that's like, you know, being a kid and having like those classic, like the snowman or, and being with your right. family and the Christmas tree and all these really like classic, like novelty things that you need, that you feel like you need for like a really, really good Christmas. And I'm like, without Christmas, those, without those things, it doesn't feel like Christmas. So those things are Christmas to me. Uh, but the original title was Christmas Glee, but I feel like Christmas to me makes it more personal. And so within that hour, I just kind of like started really hashing out like, okay, you know, uh, the snowman in the front of the lawn always keeps the smiles on. He just makes it right. And the family, they mean everything. And just like, oh, like all of this stuff is just like, why I love Christmas. And so the original demo is actually like acapella. It's literally just those oohs and then me singing over it. And then I presented that to the group. And they're like, oh, this is kind of really, really cool. And then post that, uh, one of the other guys who I went to the retreat with, he was like, would you want to finish this? And I'm like, yeah, why not? And so we got in the studio maybe like three days after we got back, maybe like a week, because I do remember coming back home and getting a COVID test and uh, like quarantining for like a little bit. Uh, mm -hmm. But once I found out that I was I was clear, you know, you can obviously kind of like go back out into the world in some form or fashion. Uh, but yeah, we, we finished the song. And then I just put it out. I just was like, instead of like waiting until next year or whenever the moment quote unquote felt right, I'm just like, I spent four days and I came home with eight brand new songs, eight or nine brand new songs. Like I can just put this out and if people love it, they love it. Uh, and then I was having a conversation uh, recently with a friend, Mariah Carey's 
uh, All I Want for Christmas came out in 1994, right? Which means that song no, is 20- not 94. Yeah. That no, means that I thought that was is- like 2005. It's 94. It's 94, which means that song is 26 years old. That song is two years older than me. That's and that's how that song is as old as I am. This yeah. very moment. And yeah, and on December 17th of 2020, that song is number one on the Billboard High 100. So 26 years later, that song is still entering people's hearts and homes and bringing the Christmas spirit. That is what I love, like a really good Christmas song. And so I'm like, you know what? Honestly, it really doesn't matter when this song comes out. If they love it, they're going to love it. And they will play it whenever they feel inspired to want Christmas cheer. So it kind of just really brought me back to the to the point that I was trying to make in the beginning. Uh, like, this is just a song uh, and not to have so much pressure come when writing to be like okay this has got to be a hit this has got to you know have this really huge budget uh for things and for marketing and i gotta make a video and i gotta do all these other things but like what's the point of this this the the point of this song is to bring christmas cheer to people and that's exactly what i feel like it does yeah i think so too but man that is, you just kind of threw me through a loop there with uh, with telling me when Mariah yeah. Carey came came out there. Twenty six years, dude. Holy! And smoke. it doesn't even sound like it's been twenty. That no, that's why I was like, like it sounds like a mid two thousand pop song. Yeah, yeah, and will but, probably sound great for the next twenty years still. I'm, so it's like, really, it doesn't even matter. It really doesn't even matter when you when you put together the right lyrics with the right chords with the right voice you know what i mean and you have the right inspiration and the right way of doing it it's gonna work it's just gonna work yeah i mean you know but it's interesting too not only is that song 26 year old mariah carey is all i want for christmas but then you think about it though bing crosby i mean all of these people that you know, they their music is much, much older. They they pop back up there in popularity because of how that is long true. and impactful those uh, the the old the older Christmas carols are. But it's interesting. I mean, yeah, you, you, you have a Christmas hit. I mean, Mariah Carey literally doesn't need to release music ever again. She's set like, I mean, she's more than kind set. of set. She's kind of set. I can't lie and say that wasn't also a part of the factor of why I was like, I totally want to write a Christmas song because it's a song that I can recycle for years. Yeah. I mean, years to come. Because years I mean, people, to come. Yeah. I mean, but it's, it, it's cool to do Christmas. Me. I think it's cool. It, it, it's cool to, as a, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm maybe I'm, I'm speaking out of turn here, but it seems like it's a cool project to take on something like a holiday song, because then you just dive into spreading Christmas joy versus like you said that this is a song about me or this is a song about my experiences and it's got to, it's personal it's got to be really you know really it's got to mean a lot I got to put a lot behind it whereas I love your approach to a Christmas song where it is I'm here to it's, it's Christmas I'm here to spread the joy of of the season 
Well, uh, Corey, here, two more questions as uh, we'll get ready to wind things down here. Um, thanks again uh, for your time. Not a problem. But, um, this is so dope. Yeah, no, I'm, I, I, feel like we, I feel like we could talk for, for much longer. I'm having a great time because what yeah. I've liked about this, all, a lot of my questions are, or what I like to do is, is dive into the process behind music and, and your approach to it. But with all of you, by giving me a look at your experiences, I feel like we, we've, we've learned a lot about uh, Corey Michaels here, who you can follow at I am Corey Michaels on Instagram. Also, you can check him out on Patreon. The latest album release, Give All Yourself uh, from July is available on streaming services and the Christmas to Me single that just came out here in November. Um, but uh, let's wrap things up here with two two quick questions. Where I know I just gave the plug, but just in case, where's the best place for people to go to check out all things you? Where should they head? I would definitely say Facebook or Instagram. I have this kind of like a, I don't want to call it bipolarness, but I'm either on one or the other. Like I will jump and spend like a month on Instagram and like neglect Facebook, or you will see me like not post at all on my Instagram, but then you'll see me like posting really, really heavy on Facebook. And sometimes it's really just uh, the level of communication. I feel like when I when when it's visual things, I'm definitely like an Instagram and I love to give a good picture. I love to give a good pose. I love to, you know, share like a good quote. But then there's also the idea that um, you can do this thing on Facebook where you can really like start to have conversations with people, right? You can like really, really, really develop uh, conversations. And I really, really love that as an artist. I haven't got into Twitter, but I feel like Twitter does the same thing. But something about Facebook just allows me to do that, uh, to continue and further the conversation with people. And that's really dope to me. Yeah, it's it's... They do make it pretty nice and uh, and convenient there. Instagram does seem to be the, the the hot hand usually when I talk to bands. But my last question for you here, Corey, the name of the show is Groovy Soup. I ask you now, what is your favorite type of soup? Oh, you know what? I am going to go for like a classic chicken noodle and I'll tell you why. So like when I'm sick, it's definitely great for the immune system. When I want to like make sure my voice is right and warm. It's definitely like the broth is something to help you warm up your voice too. It's also something really, really light if I'm going to go perform, right? To where the fact I don't have to feel like I'm bloated when I go on stage. So all of those things. And chicken noodle soup is super affordable. It's super easy to make. It's very homey. It reminds you of all the things that keep you warm inside. Gotta have that chicken noodle. See, I'm the same way, honestly. I, I I think chicken noodle soup is so good. And like you, you nailed it all on the head. I mean, especially when you can make a good one at home. It's it's one of my favorites. Yeah, for sure. Corey Michaels, uh, go check him out on the social medias. Go support him on Patreon. Go check out the music. But Corey, thank you so much for your time. You got it. Excellent. Thanks, Corey. That will do it for the interview. That's all I well, if you wouldn't mind, send me those songs as soon as you can. And then the show airs uh, Sunday night at seven. I'll send you a stream link and all that good stuff, too. Wow. Sunday night at seven. And then I literally have a show Sunday night at 10 p.m. Well, there we go. So Perfect timing. Sundays. We're rocking on Sunday. OK, right in time for Christmas. I was not ready for that. Honestly, <laughs> that is so 
that's iconic for me. That's I think that's so dope because I had no intention of putting that much effort behind this Christmas song. And I've done I did a show yesterday. I have a show on Sunday. I'm on a radio show. I actually got named like what are the 20 artists to look out for in Cleveland. Whoa, like go Christmas to me for just coming through for the win. Okay. The silent win. See, I'm you know, I'm, I'm still recording, so I'm gonna definitely include that last little bit in there. I didn't know Were you oh my god <laughs> so dumb, Corey. No, I, I wish I got to add I mean being named a top twenty artist, that's pretty incredible. Honestly, it was honestly I am I listen to a lot of Cleveland music. Uh I've developed like a real love for Cleveland music, especially like finding other Cleveland pop artists. It's been like a really big thing for me. And so to be put on that list, it was just like a really cool reminder to again like be your authentic self, right? Like I got put on that list when I released the album that really could have pushed me off. Like it could have really turned me off from a lot of people and the fact that people are like you guys should actually check him out i think it's really dope i think it's really dope and i i honestly hope to inspire more people to do that just like forget the hype forget the numbers forget like what you think people are gonna say and like if you really feel passionate about saying something it's on your heart and it's who you are go for it go for it because like if it's for you it'll be for you like if this would have been a flop it would have just been a flop and i would have made another record right but it wasn't so like that's super dope yeah i mean it's definitely super dope and i mean it just shows when you stick into it you gotta you know forget it just forget the hype and then put your nose to the grindstone and, and do do your work and do do what you can yeah but. yeah yeah you got it thank Corey, you so thanks much, again uh, i'll let you go uh get uh, back to your day here but again thanks so much that is going to do it for this episode of Groovy Soup. Big time thanks to Corey Michaels for joining the show tonight. Go check out A Very Athens Christmas Volume 2 and support my sister's place. Be sure to follow along with the bands on their social media pages. And if you or your band is interested in the show, email me at pholden at wxdq.com. That's P-H-O-L-D-E-N at wxdq.com. Check out every episode of Groovy Soup online on streaming services. And our holiday break, break, I should say, begins after this episode. We have a tune look back on the way, but we will be bringing in 2020 with new artists and new tunes from Ohio and across the Midwest after the beginning of the year. Thanks so much for listening. Happy holidays. Stay safe. And until next time, I'm Paul Holden, signing off. <laughs>